hello there. Welcome to Biblical Chili. Why don't you follow me and I'll find a place for you to take that load off. The boys are just about to start. If you've been here before, welcome back. But if this is your first time, let me fill you in on a few details. You see, we speak openly about the Bible and our daily walk with Christ. And it's our continuing prayer that everyone that walks through those doors grows a little closer to Jesus every day. And I tell you what, you came at a great time too. The boys are walking through the entire Bible from cover to cover, one story at a time. Speaking of stories, we'd love to hear yours. So why don't you tell us all about it in that box below called comments. And after this is all over, if you like what you heard, on the way out, there's a button called subscribe. It's red and it's got a little bell next to it. Oh, and tell your friends. Oh, 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 here we go. Here's a nice seat right up front for you. Now you sit down and get comfortable. And I'd like to sit here and talk to you and get to know you better, but that was the dough. I got to go. Those boys had better get the lead out and get going. This crowd seems restless. I'm coming, I'm coming. Order up. Around the table we have... Sully. This is Mike. This is Justin. And this is Tom. What did we cover last week, Mike? Well, we went over chapter 3 of Genesis, where it talks about the fall of man, the blame game, and then how the God, uh, God evicted him out, and... So chapter four is, is what we're going to go over today. We've got the Cain and Abel being born. Then we have essentially the, the process of what they have to do to, uh, to go, go through what God told them to do, how he taught them of the sacrifices and, and why the mm-hmm. sacrifices had to be God's way. Well, we can dive into it there. Well, you want to dive into the it first, there? First murder in history, right? Essentially be... Uh, I guess you would, I don't know, would that be the first murder in history or would that be the second one? Because I think murder is a different term and then killing. So it would have been the second killing, I guess, in a sense. But I don't think it would be a killing. No, it wouldn't have been killing. Because it, it have... just said in the chapter that uh, God made um, clothing out of skins. He didn't have to kill anything to do that. He could have just he made could've... it. Well, but I think he, I think he referenced... That would have been the process in which he taught them what to do. Right. In in how to make the sacrifice and why do you have to do this now? Why do you have to kill this thing? And but I think the the process is it is the first human that was killed. And in the way he was killed was extremely evil. And of course the, the devil just it's like he started something and he, all he had to do was whisper it. And then he, he, human race, just like it has done forever, has just continues to, to make things worse. <laughs> so. It usually starts with, hey, y'all, I got an idea. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> so, I have a question here. Maybe Justin can enlighten me because in Genesis chapter 4, verse 2. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. Now the Lord looked with favor on Abel, but not on Cain. My question is... What is the so Cain is bringing 
his portion of what the the fruit and what, or the, the vegetables fruit. and stuff. Yeah. So in the vegetarian, the vegan realm of that, what would have been a favorable? Like, would he, does he still want blood, or was he wanting like certain? Ve- you know, vegetables that was not offered, <laughs> like mangoes, baby, mangoes. <laughs> you can't get so blood. So I was, I was, I was curious, like what? No, I, I think Mike just said it perfectly. That? Is is that's where the phrase actually it it was actually it is actually a, a, a scriptural term that you can't get blood out of a turnip or you can't get blood out of a rock. You know, that's that's the point. Is God gave like like we we did in the last uh, episode uh, when we talked about chapter three when it talks about those animal skins. John the Baptist says, "Here, you know, here is the the Lamb of God that that was slain from the foundations of the world or foundations of the earth." Uh, he was referencing what God had to do in the beginning, and I, I I would probably be in the same camp as you, Mike, when it comes to that. I think God actually had, and I I may just be divulging too much, you know, give me a little creativity here, but <laughs> I think God actually pulled some lambs aside gave Adam and Eve a sharp stone and said, okay, you have to kill them and I will fashion clothes out of their skins because flat out scripture tells us that there is no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. Now, obviously it's talking about the inevitable blood, the ending blood, which is Jesus Christ. But all throughout scripture, it talks about uh, like, I don't know, uh, God one time in, in, in a prophecy goes, you, the, no matter how many, you know, animals are slain, it will actually never shed. It will never give remission of sins. Jesus Christ is the only one that can give remission, right, but this is pointing, right. He's the you perfect know, and, lamb and because I, it's I pointing I think that him. is an awesome reference to that because if you think of the lamb, and I loved how you referenced this last time. So folks, you might want to listen to that, that one that if you didn't, the lamb that was slain from the foundation yeah. would have been the first lamb, which would have been a perfect lamb because it was in the garden. There was no, taint. no spot, no taint, no yep. blemish. There was nothing wrong with that lamb. God created it perfect. Right. It was the only one in existence that God created. And, well, and, and what an awesome going thought. going off or continuing uh-huh. with your question though, man. man. I think the reason why God actually, I, I guess you could say, turned down His offering was because well, right once now. we got once we were in chapter three. We, we found out that Adam and Eve were like, oh, hey, we're naked. Let's let us do something to, you know, hide our shame. And so now Cain is walking up. Cain's going, okay, listen, well, I'm going to kind of do it the way that God said. God said, build an offering, take the, the first fruits of, of the lamb uh, and, and, you know, offer it up as an offering for a remission of my sins. But instead he goes, okay, well, God, I'm going to kind of do it your way, but I'm going to do it from my labor. It's going to be my labor, which is I'm a farmer, so I'm going to put my fruit up on the altar. And God, quite frankly, and I, I know this is going to sound harsh, but God couldn't accept it because he already set down a, 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 a path to say, hey, no, it has to be blood. Unfortunately, it has to be blood, as this, gross as that this is. This is the precedent here. Right. Know. This is the point. And if he were to, if he were to accept his works, then God would have literally been saying, okay, yeah, humanity can save themselves by their works. And the thing is, is we can't. And I think that's why, essentially why his was, was turned down. Um, a, th- and that, a thing go, I go found really interesting in this chapter was that it, it, it shows the arrogance of man. It shows, you know, that they'll be willing to 
to lie to God, as well as um, later in the descendant trail here, someone trying to give a commandment as great as God or greater. So when Cain slew Abel because of jealousy, because, you know, okay, you're, you're God's favorite, you know, and he got so angry, he hit him and killed him. Um, and then he lied about it instead of being like his dad when God's like, well, what happened? Right. <laughs> let let me read, let me read that while you keep going in verse, in verse nine, it says, then the Lord said to Cain, this is after he got angry at his brother. Where is your brother Abel? Once again, God is trying to get that remission. He's yep. trying to give him that opportunity. Uh, and then he said, Cain, so Cain said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? Right. Which I think is an, an extremely interesting phrase because it has been used throughout the ages to go, well, am I my brother's keeper? And every time it's used in reference to that, it's like I ask my kid, hey, where's your brother? Well, I don't know. You know, what am I supposed to do about it? You know? And it's like, wait a minute. No, you're the older one. You're supposed to be looking after the younger. Oh, you know, so yes, you are your brother's keeper. And, you know, and he, he said that in defiance, knowing that, yes, he was supposed to be his brother's keeper. He was supposed to be watching over him and helping him and stuff. And so, yeah, I just find that like, it's just that pride. Pride is just a Wow. And then there's the part of me that wants to see the good in everybody. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, up to this point, there's been no death like that. There's right. been animals. Right. There's been no human death. So he went and just attacked his brother, not knowing that they could die. Because- Honestly, no, truthfully, because how would they, like you were just asking about... Adam and Eve, what are they going to, like, they have their first child. They're like, uh, what do I do? Right. <laughs> There's no instruction manual right nope. now. <laughs> same, same with this, with Cain is he's, he's literally experiencing something absolutely brand new, not just to himself, but to all of humanity. And so he could have been honest or even honest with himself because he didn't know where he went. That whole concept of human death was not yeah, like the, he didn't thing. He didn't realize, like, he's not moving anymore. Right. You know, and so then when, when the Lord says, uh, you know, what, what have you done? Come on. No, like walking in, you see the broken lamp, you know, and you're just trying to get the kids to fess up to which one did it. Right. Uh, So do you see though that Cain got a second chance? Yep. What have you done? What have you done? But it wasn't even a, 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 he doesn't, um, show here that he gave pause for another answer. It was, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood right. cries out to me from the ground. Yep. Now you're under a, a curse and driven from the ground. Um, and no matter what you do to try to work the ground, nothing will come up. You're cursed from here and just leave. And Cain was like, where am I going to go? The people are just going to kill me when they find out what I've done. And that's when he gives the commandment that you're safe. You're going to have to live with this. Nobody's going to be allowed to kill you. That's it. So that's the mark of Cain, correct? That is correct. Yes, that's correct. where Mark, yeah, that's where the mark came in. Now, I do find it interesting. There's a lot of speculation, a lot of all this other stuff about the mark of Cain. I, I find it, I think it was just a simple, you know, like like a marking that God like put upon him. 
I don't think there was some speculation that it was uh, a race thing, and I don't believe that was right. Really? You've yeah, heard, I've, I've never heard, heard that before. I've never heard that before. Like different, different, different things, and I'm like, I don't believe. I think that's a dissension thing for for people to raise you know the race card and all that other hey, stuff. listen man we, we you know, will we'll like, pull like out nowadays. whatever card we can to <laughs> justify just our own right. beliefs you and know to justify stuff and right. i think that's where a lot of folks got some of that some of that thought process on some of those things but yeah i believe when he got labeled like that i couldn't imagine you know when you start thinking about how how the population came about mm-hmm. at that point you know a lot of a lot of folks get i don't know if this is where you're going next but uh the the population of the earth it only came from two people okay because adam's genetics were extremely interesting and you know you find out the I, i've looked at a lot of different scenarios of oh well maybe it was angels or maybe it was this maybe it was that. i i've i've heard a lot of different ones i would like to hear your your input on I've heard somebody say, well, men ended up having uh, relations with angels. And have you heard that one? And that's how, and that's how some of these giants came about and some of these other things. So what's, you know, cause that's where this goes. This goes into this. He went to the land of Nod. Right. All the names in that era era were really simple names. So like Velociraptor and Pterodactyl, they wouldn't have been able to even come up with that. No, they were starting with two and three letter words for names of things. Tom, I I think it was because they were smarter than us and we're idiots. We're like, (laughs) let's just give it a 14 syllable name. It makes me sound smart. This has been 6,000 years later. All the other syllables have been taken. (laughs) We need to add. We need to add to it. <laughs> so he, he goes to the land of Nod. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All the syllables oh, are taken. To marry his wife. To, and like you said, Mike, you know, he must have known there were other people out there. He what? didn't like show up and like the, the Lilliputians and uh, are, are out there, you know, but he, he knew that people were out there and he, he was afraid for his life. So if he knew that, you know, is there excerpts like Moses when he wrote this book? He's like, well, we're going to focus on this story because if he were to write everything, he probably would have been writing forever. Right. Well, the Bible does say that if God was to document every little thing, it would essentially encompass the earth <laughs> of all the documentation that is that was needed. Right. You know. Well, but the thing is, though, Tom, is that's an assumption that he found his wife there. Scripture doesn't say that. Scripture says, and Cain knew his wife. wife. Knew just means had sexual relations and they had kids there. Right. That means that he could have easily just, well, brought his wife because there's only two people. (laughs) And if it's just those two, then they have kids and kids and kids and kids and kids. Nod? Huh? (laughs) So they found the city of Nod? I mean, you got to think. Well, no, you got to think about this. They're, they're writing. Moses is writing this from the context of understanding of the past events. So he's writing it with all of the the, the foreknowledge because it says with right after that, right? What what ends up happening? Because he says he went to the land of Nod, and then a couple of verses after it says, and he built a city, meaning Cain. Uh, I'm sorry, meaning um, Enoch, his son. Because they conceived and had a son called Enoch, and Enoch was the one that built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. 
So I, I'm just saying it's just. Think that it's like the old pioneers where you just start off with one couple. And the next thing you know, you get your little farmer's town and then you get your gas station and then <laughs> right. it turns into a giant city. <laughs> right. So, so well, apparently it, it Nod was the hardware store. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. That, yeah, there you go. <laughs> he was a farmer. He knew how to make tools. Right. Come on. There you go. But no, when it when it comes to like, I mean, uh, I, I have a whole, I actually have a creation thing on that as well. Uh, when it comes to, because I've heard the arguments about, well, you can't just have two people. What about inbreeding and genetic similarities? Well, one thing, first of all, number one, uh, Adam married his rib. You talk about genetic similarity. Number two, who are you going to report him to? It's just Adam and Eve and their kids. And number three, we actually do not have... Uh, they actually did not have what uh, genetic fraying that happens every time you have kids. Right. Your genetics attached, like yours attached to your wife's, came together, double helix, yada yada. But essentially, all of our children have fray. All of our and all of our genetics have frayed like ropes at the end. We're missing genetic material. Right. And number four, when it com- when it comes to the genet- genetics themselves and the laws, the laws in scripture. For not marrying closer, we're not given until about 16, 1700, almost 2000 years later. God's like, okay, we can't marry any closer than like second, third cousins now. Like, so let's, right. let's keep at, this simple. At that point, the genetics have gr- had grown. Right. And, Defects, and, and mutations. And correct. So right. they had given enough variety right. and variations to be able to actually establish cultures and societies right. and different, you know, uh, color pigments and so on and so forth. You said cultures. Cultures is more of a mindset. Either way. <laughs> I, th- I think you would make like genetic, uh, the genetic culture, you know, like, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like, okay. So, okay. Well, I mean, this is skipping ahead a little bit, a <laughs> couple of chapters. So like at, after the flood. Okay. And th- this is what essentially ended up happening. Genetic. This is ju- just genetically speaking. After the flood, there are actually only three genetic pools that all of humanity came from and that was shem ham and japheth shem yeah I'm, this is i'm serious genetically we can actually be thrown into three separate categories shem actually went to africa and he actually uh i'm sorry ham i'm sorry ham went to africa and ham actually established there like so basically the short version is is him and his family went there and after breeding 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 they had you know these genetic I don't want to say mutations, but these genetic prevalences that came out. Uh, Shem actually became the uh, Asians. Okay, actually, Israelis are technically Asians. Indians are technically Asian. They're in the they're in the Asian yeah. genetic pool. And then the Europeans were uh, Japheth. And then, if you want to extend, I know where you're going to the. If you want to extend, the Americas actually came from. Yeah, the Americas actually came from Japheth because the genetic material is, that they have is still the same as ours. Like, cause I, I'm European. Okay. I'm German. Um, so I'm just saying like you, we can actually look back genetically. Cause like my wife did that like genetic thing, you know, I don't know what it's called. It's the genetic thing where you spit Ancestry. in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. You spit in a bottle for like seven minutes and send them your spit and they, yeah, that's gross. Anyway. So like they look at their genetic makeup and they can look at it and, Lo and behold, guess what? You're going to fall into one of three categories predominantly. You're going to either be a European, an Asian, or an African. That's like the genetic pools that you got to choose from. So like, and that's caused from 
believe it or not, it is caused from inbreeding. So like the Asians have their, their, their specific skin tones, their, um, lack of hair in many instances, um, cause they do have genetically less hair than we do. Uh, and then you got your Africans. They typically have more melanin in their skin. Believe it or not, it's, it's a misconception that Africans are darker skinned because they live in Africa. That's, that's not, that's not true. <laughs> they live in Africa because they're darker skinned and they can. We can. I would fry like a potato chip if I lived in there for like 30 minutes, but that's because I'm a, a pale albino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sully just nodded. Um, so anyway, I, I mean, that's jumping ahead a little bit, which we'll probably get into later, but that's like a long curved explanation of why the genetics actually were not a big deal for, for like a brother marrying a sister and then marrying cousins. And it's actually not that big of a deal. No, because in the right, because our genetics are actually and they can they can see this now. Our genetics are actually falling away every generation. They're not getting any better. Like they're trying to claim that we used to be weak and small and dumb, but we were actually a lot bigger and a lot stronger and a lot smarter. And now we're getting weaker, smaller and dumber. Correct. Like it is. And if you look at any genetic code on any anything, the longer it goes, the more. um Deteriorating. Deterioration happens and occurs throughout time. And so I think that's an awesome process to think about too. It also proves that it's a young earth because our genetic code can only go so far far. and and that's basically where, where it's at. And if you think about that, it makes a whole lot more sense and it makes it a whole lot easier to understand if you could look at the young earth concept because that makes it easier for us to to understand where these guys were and what they were doing. I love how you were talking about how how uh, Moses was talking about point of reference, you know, uh, in the land of Nod. Right. So it would be like he was my, looking would, back. Yeah, I it guess would be like it would be like me saying uh, in the land of Fairview. Okay, um, I know <laughs> the name of the city, and I know the name of uh, you know Oscoda County, you know, or Michigan. You know, I know the region. It's already named. So therefore I can say in this place or in the land of, because at, at this time where we're at, it's named back then it, it didn't have a name. There was no names, but now he can point a reference to where he went. What's this Michigan you speak of? <laughs> Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> oh Lord. Towards, oh, can, towards can I, the end of this no, uh, ahead, chapter, it gets really interesting to me because little, little subtleties, well, maybe to, me before reading this trying to uh digest it more um there is a part that i don't understand that maybe you guys can clue me in on but after enoch then there was mahujael um but then it goes to uh lamech married two women ada and the other zila this is uh verses 19 Ada gave birth to Jabel. He was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock, like like nomads. His brother's name is Jubal. He was the father of all who play stringed instruments and pipes. Zilla also had a son, Tubal-Cain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. So there was blacksmithing back then, like right here in Genesis chapter 4 blacksmithing yeah iron working just metalworking yeah brass and iron yeah so and that's what i find very interesting because that that just goes back to what i just said about the the they thought we were stupid and uh and and small and and weak 
and we're getting bigger and smarter. But they look at this. He mine actually says a, a, a craftsman, like. And the thing is, is back then they were also living. Once we get into the genealogies, we find out that they were living several hundred years. They could become a master in in, in metalworking. Oh, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Man. Wouldn't it be actually more um, casting? Because during that time period, it was mostly casting instead of actual, like, metalworking. Well, we really don't know for sure because a lot of that stuff was lost be- after, you know, with with uh, the flood. The, yeah. A lot of the stuff would have been destroyed. A lot of it was, but there has been metal objects that were discovered pre-flood. And we know that they were pre-flood because they were fi- found in coal mines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a... Oh, dude, hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, there was a, it was a zinc, and these metals cannot be combined today. Okay, they oh, cannot they be, be combined made, today. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, I'm, I just mean like for for metal work, you cannot combine these in today's atmosphere. You need a very high magnetic field to combine them. So you'd have to have a magnetic generator because, and this is going to a huge, huge can of worms. But basically. Back in the day, the magnetic field is it was stronger than it is today. That's yeah, the bottom because line. The magnetic pole and everything else. Yeah, yep. it's it's weakening basically. Yep. Um, so in this coal mine, they found a giant. It was a zinc and silver brass bell, Holy and crap. oh yeah, and it was like it was like this big. And then there was another time, and it, the metal that was in it, they found it. They found molybdenum, and they found zinc and uh silver is silver laden type of thing it was very so, fancy are you talking and, about the alloy or are we talking like the casting back and forth well what i'm saying is is it wasn't just casting because there was another one that was a it was actually a brass bell and it was it stood about eight inches tall and it had like several bumps in it and then it had some kind of deity on it like this and once again it was found found in a coal mine and it was like, you know, sitting like in the prayer position type of thing. And then at the bottom was a little brass brass bell, you know, about four inches, three inches in diameter on the bottom. And then they actually took one of the, because it was like fancy bumps along the top. They cut out some of the bumps and they, you know, put it back together. And they analyzed the alloy in that. It was brass, but it also had stuff like, they had also had traces of titanium in it, which you need yeah. you need metal like modern technology to work with titanium it's, it's stupid and they had temperatures oh yeah it's tremendous stupid, temperatures stupid but they said you could work with it under standard like blacksmithing fires if you had a much higher magnetic field because if you have the magnetic field much higher the metals are able to yeah, bond because better the molecules will right. actually move around and everything right. else so, but yes, yes, essentially they did. They did a lot of metalworking and there's a whole lot of stuff. Like I said, in my creation summit, I have like, I don't know, like 30 things that were found. Like one was a 20 inch gold chain. Somebody was literally like feeding their fire with coal back like 200 years ago. And they go, and they go to break open the lump of coal because it was too big to put in their fire, broke it open. And there was a gold chain holding both two pieces of coal together. Those of you who like, they claim that coal was like made millions of years ago. No, it was because of the flood (laughs) buried all of these objects in the coal and the coal smushed. And now there's this 20 inch gold chain that was found in the lump of coal. And it's in some creation museum down South where they have both pieces of lump, both coal pieces and the 20 inch gold chain is crazy. Uh, But yeah, they did because they, they found out how to do it. But here's the thing In, in, in scripture. And we haven't gotten to this a whole lot. They lived. If you could, Scott, if you were able to live, let's say 700 years, 500 years, you could figure out how to metal work to absolute utter proficiency where 
you could start as a blacksmith and you could build the technology you needed to get what you wanted out of metallurgy because number one, you had the time to make the mistakes. Yeah. Number two, you had the time to perfect it. Number well, three, you had the time to make the tech you needed. Look at, look, I, 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 I find this interesting. I'm referencing this a lot, but this is funny. So if you think about the cultures that when they were born, they would be born. There's several of them out there, but they were born in some of the Greeks and some of the different ones they were born. They were raised and they were taught a specific trade oh, or a yeah. specific art. And that's all they would focus on their whole life. And even in the short time span of these people's lives, you know, less. Yeah, it, it was a very short time Shorter. span. These people would become, you know, pro proficient and like just amazing things would come out of these short lifespans. Like you're saying, if you imagine hundreds of years of, like it just says, that's all they did. So playing instruments. So they would create the instruments. Craft them out. They yep. would, you know, and, and they, would, they would probably take, hey, I got this idea for this instrument. And they would go to this other group of people that did with metals and stuff. Hey, create this for me. Make me okay. a brass harp, you know? Yeah. And so they would make these instruments and then they'd turn around and then they would play these instruments. And so you would end up with like some amazing things coming from these people that lived literally hundreds of years. And to me, that's, that's amazing and awesome. And you think of what's the city that, that supposedly had all the technology, um, uh, Atlantis, under. Atlantis. Okay. You, you think of that concept of all the, of all the technology. Like I think of Babylon. The great Babylon it had all the technology, all the wise men, all the people from all over the world and all this stuff in one spot, <laughs> in one spot. And then it, it would collapsed and disappeared. And it's like, it's like we had to start over again. You know, Egypt, Egypt had all this knowledge and all this stuff and then boom collapse. And they had to start over again, you know? And it's like, it's like a repetition in the Bible because it, it's amazing. But as time has gone on from these guys here, as time has gone on, our lifespans got shorter. We're not as proficient. We're not as good. So, but we've found some interesting other technologies because we've learned from the past and we've brought it forward. But have we, you really? know, have we really learned? Have, it's, have that's, a really? Good, that's a good question. Have I mean, it's really interesting. learned from history. <laughs> I don't know. There's certain things we did and certain things we haven't. <laughs> I, th I think that the interesting thing about how the chapter ends, though, is at the very, very end, it talks about, okay, a, a, new, a new son. Okay, Seth was born and, you know, a new son and, and all this other stuff. And he had Enosh. But right at the very, very end, the last thing it says is, then men began to call on the name of the Lord. It's like people finally mm -hmm. were like, okay, let's... Let's turn back here. Let's back it up to uh, chapter uh, verse twenty-three. This is what I had a uh, a question on, which might make that sentence you know be, really resonate because I'm not I'm lost in translation here. Lamech said to his wives, "Etta and Zillah, listen to me, wives of Lamech. Hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me." If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech 77 times. I didn't read anywhere in this chapter where any other deaths have occurred. Here's, here's it, the 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What is his proclamation? Because I know this is like uh, he's comparing what God said about Cain to his own offspring. He he was boasting. The bottom line is he was boasting. He was trying to – because here, here's the thing, and I wanted to jump back into this before we ended this. Cain was given – like that mark was to protect him. God did not want death to prevail, and he could see that that's where humanity was going. Like – Okay, you just killed my brother. You know what? Adam is going to kill his son to avenge his son, other son. From, you know what? It was just going to be a never-ending cycle. So God's like, boom, trying to stop it right now. Okay, anybody that does this will be avenged. They will be avenged sevenfold. And he's boasting. He's saying, well, listen, you know what? I've, I've killed men for wounding me, just for, just for hurting me. I killed him. And then he jumps in and says, well, you know what? If, if Cain was sevenfold, I'm going to be 70 fold. Don't mess with me. You know what I mean? Like he was trying to, I guess you could say lay claim to the mark that was put on Cain and trying to boast about it. Hey, I, I killed a man just for hurting me. It was just a boasting thing. So, it, but God knew that that's where it was going to go anyway. Right. It's inevitable. Right. <laughs> what so was it? What you guys are talking about is the fact that, because you said other people wounded him. But you started off, if I'm wrong, you started off with Cain and Abel. By this time, we're way down the line. So now Cain is going and procreating. And now you said his son is now creating a place. And then it said the fact that somebody killed somebody else and now he stabbed somebody else. So are we talking the fact that it went from here... It went from two to two to one again, and then also over to two, 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 and now we're up to like what twelve cities or at this point in time or what, what's going well, on? How here's, are they here's the thing: people? Lamech is Cain's like great grandson, yeah. right? So you're talking about literally like three hundred years later or two hundred years later, and the, this is just Jewish tradition. You cannot pull this out of scripture. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because I think the Jew, the Jews were very good with their genealogies, very good, and they're like out of all of the nations, they are probably the best historically. Their tradition states that Adam and Eve had fifty children in the first family, fifty, because they were able to live. I think Adam lived nine something, nine hundred something, and Eve lived nine hundred something. But because they lived so long they were able to have 50 kids. Now, we don't know if they had 50 kids right away and then just stopped having kids at the age of 100 or if over 900 years they had 50 kids. We don't know, okay? But the bottom line is is if families were having that many children in a lifetime, by the time you get down to Lamech, you're probably talking about up to thousands, (laughs) possibly thousands of people. And by the time you get all the way to Noah, which we'll get into in the next time, by the time you get to Noah... I've heard numbers between there's probably close to one or two million up to possibly even more people than are alive today. Because if you're having 50 people per family, that exponentially just starts exploding. And the, the planet was pure at this time. Still, the planet was not tainted by pollution and stuff. So food supply would literally not be a problem. It would nope. not be a problem at all. Food and but resources would have been everywhere. Abundant. Yeah. So that's a, that's a great question though, because it's, it sounds like when you're reading it, it's like, holy cow, man, we're like just three generations in. How is he like killing people? Like, yeah. 
right. Who's stabbing him? Why Why is your own kid stabbing him? It's like, Mac, dude, don't do that again. That's what you got to do. Like, what's going on here? Well, Adam had to put up with a a murderer being the first child. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what I mean. The apple went far, far from the tree or something like that. You know what I mean? So I'm just kind of curious. I'm like, you know, I'm guessing that Kane probably had an attitude about this whole thing. Like, I'm guessing that's probably why his whole bloodline, like, l- completely left God. And, oh, it was bad. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm thinking Cain had, like, a chip the on his apple. shoulder. Right. There, Which, apple. Again. That, apple. <laughs> See, it's always bad. That bookend of, at that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. It shows, like, Cain killing Abel, moving on. Now, the swell of human works. The, the swell of everything that they've done. Right. And now they're so full of themselves. Yes, beyond you know, yeah, that they are almost like today, Mike. You know, you no. Know, and so then, you know, it, you know, Moses is painting this picture. All the way, you know, look how great Cain's bloodline went. And then, without like any like in, you know, like intro or anything, it just goes, oh yeah. And then Adam and Eve had another kid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just bam. It's like watching. Uh, oh, what's that? Um, Game of Thrones, when they are never seen it, telling a story, the then all greatest, of a sudden, boom, the they go to a different character. Show to watch, just by the way. <laughs> what? Not the greatest show. Not to watch, the greatest show to watch. No, I've been told it's not the greatest book to read either because yes. of that reason. So okay, okay, reference. okay. I tried to make it through the books. I was told it was a good series, and I tried to muscle through it. It's bad. I'm not, I'm not going to give a I'm not going to give a review I'm, on that book. I am I am not It's going not worth to, my time to give a review. I will just right. say this. I thought some of the the genre of that was cool, but I do not recommend that any of that. Right. Series. The world as they created was very interesting and it was just I do not recommend any of that stuff because there's way too much bad stuff for that. But no, no that, that's that, that's a good reason point. Why though, that, Kane was bad? There's a good example. <laughs> that's a good point that you guys are bringing up about that, which is that it's it's the genealogy goes on, and then it's like just everything's falling apart anyway. Yep. And, and, yeah. But there's so much in these scriptures to to research and to look into. There's just you could literally spend days and days and days just in these few chapters. Um, it, it's amazing how much God crammed into a little tiny bit. It literally is. So, um, hey, thanks for thanks for joining us again. Uh, this has uh, been Mike. This is Justin. This is Tom. This has been Sully. And Tom, you want to close us out in prayer? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for this chance to come together with these guys and, and uh, just walk through your word. Lord, just pray that the things that we said the the points that we made are, are uh, clear and that our, our points were made accurately and that uh that that nobody leaves this discussion with confusion in their their heads or in their hearts lord just uh pray that you be with us and i ask all this in jesus name amen amen, amen. thanks a lot for listening and we'll talk to y'all next week. well hello everyone Now that this is all over, I hope you had a great time. Now listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I'm closing up. And the boys gave me this note to let you know. You can get a hold of them on something called Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, 
podcast? Podcast? What are they, fishing for whales? Listen, folks, just look up Biblical Chili anywhere. I'm sure you'll be able to find them out there. And until, Lord willing, we'll see you again. May the Lord bless you. Goodbye. Do you think they're still listening? I doubt it. There can't be that many people that listened all the way to the end of the track. Most will probably skip it. But in case you did, congratulations. You're one of the few. We love you.